Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Now, you're listening, of course, to the Grind Season podcast. Uh, here with you guys, Anthony Sane and Jason Smith, our producer, Drew Barrett. Uh, you can get us twice per week. We're on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. Do us a favor as we, you know, approach the end of the regular season here. And that's where we'll pick things up with this third segment is a look ahead. Feeling pretty good right now saying about holding down number two. Uh, as recently as a week and a half ago, two weeks, wouldn't have said that. We came on here and I ain't going to lie to you. Things were a little bit dark in terms of trying to figure out if they could hold on to number two. Sacramento at one point had gotten ahead of you. And so uh, Grizzlies certainly fortunate at this point to be two up. Sacramento's still got a tougher schedule than you the rest of the way with their 10 to your 10. That starts on Friday for them with Phoenix while you're playing Houston. So an opportunity to open that lead up to three games. It's so critical. You can't say it enough uh, for the Grizzlies to have that second seed. Cause if you, you're talking about a team that's 31 and five at home, you get home court through the first two rounds. That can be powerful. It could be your ticket, quite frankly, to the Western conference finals, having home court as the number two seed through the first two rounds. It really could be that simple. We'll see. But Sam, I thought we'd do a little bit of an outlook, a look ahead mm-hmm. in terms of you don't see at this point with everything sort of feeling like it's coming back and aligning any sort of drop off now. Do you have you have you are we assuming they're the number two seed? And if we are, then we could start looking at, OK, who they might get, you know, in that seven spot. Is it is two seed locked up for you? I think it's basketball reverence got it up to like a 77 percent chance. Jason Smith, you hear that clapping sound in the background. Listeners, if y'all hear that clapping sound, that is the sound of me. Pat myself on the back. I came on you and John Martin's show. Yeah, I doubted you. I ain't going to lie to you. And I told y'all, we ain't slipping, man. We might fall to three, but we ain't slipping past three. And here we are, two games ahead of Sacramento at two. You got very winnable games coming up. You got Houston, the Hawks. That's a win- Even there's a road game, I think it's a very winnable game. No you doubt. got the Clippers twice without Paul George. You scored 51 points on that team uh, a few weeks ago, really blew it down the end. I think that you had growing pains and lumps that have kind of – that's not happening again. That Clippers team, I told y'all I wasn't taking them serious even at the trade deadline. I'm telling you, the, the, uh, man, my my outlook on this team has changed so much in the last few weeks. You know this, man. I, you all, you had to talk me off the cliff. You had to talk I me did. off the cliff, bro. My you tried to trade everybody and – uh, you were you were concerned. You were concerned yeah, yeah. about Taylor Jenkins. You were concerned about Man, all of them because it was ugly there for a minute. Let's. I mean, we were kind of 
I was, I was, but I was, I was just driving to to thirty minutes a game, and you know, uh, come on, man, it was driving me crazy. Yeah, well, with I, that said, I think you you had said and felt pretty good about them being at least two right around, and for a while there, it looked it looked a little murky. But yeah, uh, but you, you needed to just stick to your conviction. Was that? Here's here's the thing, Jason. Let me throw this out there to out there to you and to to the listeners. I I put this tweet out this morning. I posted the NBA standings of February night, which is the NBA trade deadline, and I posted the standings for today, as well as the team records for the teams that that made moves that everybody was buzzing about. Everybody was jerking off at at the trade deadline. I posted those teams' records, Jason Smith. Yep. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Made a lot of deadline moves. Of course, they lost LeBron James. Their record, 11 and 7 since the trade deadline. Kudos to the Lakers. Got some solid role players. Got my boy Jerry Vanderbilt. Got Malik Beasley. Yeah. Really they come down decently without LeBron, too. Yeah. I do not, I do not want the Lakers to mess around and be the the seven, eight play-in game winner. I don't want to fool with them dudes, man. I don't want to fool around with them dudes, man. That's why I'm like Denver. I'm glad y'all are getting that one seed. If the Lakers are getting that nine ten play in, kudos to you. If you guys can get that eight seed, I don't want to fool with them dudes in the first round. Not saying I'm I don't think we have buffed the ass, but I don't. Want, I don't feel like fooling around with LeBron. You know, getting out. You know, being the, not getting out of the first round. Like I, I, I don't want to test the NBA. We on the uh, same page, hundred percent, bro. All right, your Phoenix Suns attain Kevin Durant. Have you seen this tweet? Uh-uh. For your Phoenix Suns, guess their record since February 9th, since the trade is it, is it 500? They are Don't 508 and 8. The Los Angeles Clippers. I think I remember you being very pro Los Angeles Clippers at the trade. Bro, line. they're like 21 and 14 or maybe a little <laughs> bit better when the two play. The problem right. is the two don't guess, play. Guess the Los Angeles Clippers record since the trade deadline. Uh, 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 seven and eight. Seven and eight, yes. Bro, That's you looking at my tweet? Yeah. No, I promise eight. you. I literally was just <laughs> All right, here's the one. Here, here's the one I, I stood firmly on on trade when they made this trade. I said, all y'all are wrong. This team is not going to be good. They're going to be worse since they made this deal. The Dallas Mavericks. Oh, now that I was with you on 100%. I told you. I told you. That was good. I said that's going to backfire now and in yep, the future. And in yep. Brad Carson, white ass, was super excited to see Luca get – and white people were so confused. Like, oh, crap, it's Kyrie Irving. Well, do, I cheer for, do I cheer for this? Do what, what, I hate it? What? Uh, Jason Smith, do you, do you know what the Dallas Mavericks record has been since the trade deadline? Uh, it, it's, it's not, it's not good. It's below 500. 11, Jason. They won six games. And guess how many they've won when Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic have played together? One, two. Two of them hoes. Two of them. Man. Jason Smith, they're two and they, and they are terrible defensively. I am not concerned about Dallas. Get, do you yeah. want to hear the three best records in the West since the trade deadline? I, I think I know one of them is, weirdly, is like OKC, right? I don't know. I ain't oh. checked it. <laughs> you better start creep slowly on the creep up trying to avoid the play-in. Yeah, them dudes. Hey, bro, I was eight and two in their last ten. I got nothing but respect for what OKC is yeah, doing. I they don't care about win by Yama. I don't thought, I used the dog organization now. Shout out to them dudes. They need a rebrand though, because your uniforms, their colors are ugly as shit. I would but agree. Anyway, yeah. anyway uh, who are, the who top the three. three? Yeah, the top three. Your Denver Nuggets, the number one seed in the West, eleven and seven. Oh, I took a, yeah. Your Sacramento Kings, 
the second seed, the third seed in the West, they're 12 and six. And your Memphis Grizzlies, the second seed in the West, they're 12 and six. The two, the three teams who the Nuggets got Thomas Bryant, the Grizzlies and the Kings didn't do anything at the deadline. I don't think the good teams are still good. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the end of the day, they didn't, they didn't get, and people are like, well, at least Phoenix has an excuse. No, you traded away your depth on a team that was the number one team in the West last year. You got Kevin, you got Kevin Durant. He's out. You don't have any depth. You're older, Chris Paul. You're eight and eight since the trade deadline. It's true. I mean, I with, with what with what comes, Kevin comes. What happened in that layup line? Right. Just that injury chance, and Jason they're Smith, right there. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna throw this out here as, as the show's gonna ready to end. Seeing what Jaron is becoming, it's definitely expanded my hope. Yes. Seeing Desmond Bain put the ball on the ground and having some level of confidence that I think his three-point shot is going to go crazy in the playoffs. I saw it too much last year to think that he's not going to just have games where he goes crazy. Seeing Luke Kennard, who I told y'all is going to be a much bigger deal than we were giving him credit for. He's another reason why our half-court offense has been uh, open up the floor, space. Because he made, you have to guard that. Yeah. You have to guard the threat of him being the shooter, and it opens up everything else. Yep. Seeing Dylan Brooks buy in on, okay, I'm just going to be this crazy-ass defender. Oh, they've broken. They've broken Dylan Brooks. He's in the fucking sunken place. They've broken. Then why, then, then why did he tell the story about the job? Because he's broken, Jason Smith. They broke him. They're like, look what y'all done to me. <laughs> look, at, look, at how let these, look at how I let these people do to me, man. That's why he right. said If you say he's still – I, I want to see it. When he, when Jaws back, him yep. still playing, I still think engaged. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus I'm going to throw out another theory to y'all, too, and I know this is totally off topic. There's this thing out there where people are, like, giving Dylan Brooks credit for, like, yeah, man, Dylan is doing this stuff uh, to get the heat off of John. He's getting all this attention. He's, you've heard people say that, right? You ever heard people no, say I, that? I, I, did, did I've heard people on your radio. I've heard you guys say it. I've heard people on you guys' radio stations say that Dylan is doing a lot. There's a theory that Dylan's doing all this negative stuff. Like, not negative stuff, but, like, Pulling attention to himself to get the heat off a of jaw. No, nah, that's totally not how get I see it. Up out of here. I see you doing like, yeah, I'm for yeah, I'm for the shine right now. I might not shine with the basketball, but I'm about to get some, I'm about to get some shine for real. That's the way I see it. hundred percent. That's it. Yeah. It, it, it. He gets more shots when Jai is gone. That's just the case. <laughs> right. That, that, like, oh, and Dylan loves shots. Hell, he was already talking about at some point in his career when he can get more shots. Get more shots right <laughs> One day. Oh, I, like I said, I want to see him. 
I want to see him still engaged, saying when he's the fourth option, when he rolls yeah. back down to four, yeah. as opposed to two or three with you know with Jaya. So I need, I need that same energy. That Theo yeah. Pinson shit was funny. Too. <laughs> no, it was. He, he don't care no moment. He don't care about the take. He's gonna make he's his statement. No moment. Say, That's what I'm talking about. Ain't nobody broke. Ain't nobody broke Dylan. He does what Dylan wants to do. If he's gonna tell far as on the court, man, Dylan is just criticizing him. No, I, I feel good, man. Bro, really doesn't this feel good? But such a yeah. better play, like, and we needed this too, frankly, with what the yeah the way the Memphis Tigers went out. We, we needed it to get good again, some to help through the pain of that mess. Grizzlies, man, it, it feels like all is possible again. Saying, I know that's. And a, I'm gonna say this too, man. Before we go, I know y'all. Western Finals or bust. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm, I'm gonna say this before we go, man. I be want to give Taylor Jenkins props, bro. But Brandon you, Clark, hold on, let me, let me pause and get a pen ready if you about to do this. I be wanting to get this man props, man. Yeah, historic. No, I'm not going to give him props. I mean, he's he's a great coach, bro. Don't get it twisted. But it's like stuff has to go so long before he decides to make a move. Bro, Brandon Clark has been gone for seems like a month. You're just now getting Junior Lofton into the rotation. They should have been doing it. As soon as BC went down, Junior Lofton should have been eating up a ton of minutes. That dude's been productive in every game he's played, man. I don't want to hear this crap about him playing defense. As a reserve player, he's fine. There are plenty of reserve guys who all they can do is come in and score, and they, they're horrible defenders. He's he's going to get killed on defense, fine. But he can still eat up minutes and produce in those minutes, man. And it, it just bothers me that it takes Taylor Jenkins so long. Like Jaron, it's taking him the entire season to realize – let me find other ways to use Jaron Jackson Jr., who's well. Wasn't like, Budenholzer before he finally won? Wasn't he uh, known for he sticks with it? He doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't. He's more of that guy, and he's from, certainly from that tree, you know, Jenkins. But dude, I, I must say, man, when he because I roll my eyes when 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 things were looking bad, and he was saying, "Well, with Ja gone, we can learn some things about ourselves, or we're learn." You know, I rolled my eyes at that stuff. But I be yeah. like I said earlier, man, it has happened. Like. Like what? What? Whether he was hoping for it or really truly believed that they could find something with yeah. Jod on, like they found something. So just man, in that alone, I got I got I got to back off a little bit and give my man some uh, some credit on that one because I thought it was just all spin. But they who did get some things thought, right without Ja. They really who did. would ever thought, Jason Smith, that Ja Morant tricking off fifty thousand dollars in a bummy ass club in Denver with a pea shooter gun. Drunk as a skunk would have saved right. He might have uh, tricked off forty million and fifty thousand. <laughs> no, I ain't buying. I ain't buying it no more, man. I ain't buying what? it no more. Cause, well, cause if you if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're not gonna vote Jai in, you you can't vote Steph Curry in either. Cause Jai's played more games than Steph has played. Steph don't even qualify for the stats stuff. I looked yeah. up points per game. He only he can't. He don't even qualify. I'm not worried as much about Steph as I just them guys saying, you know, no, he doesn't. Because, again, this is just opinion. This is sports writers and broadcasters who just as easy could say, I don't like him. I don't like the season he had. They could yeah. be like Jay Williams where they thought the NBA should have suspended him for the rest of the year without paying. They're going to punish him. But I will say in your, to your point, you know, we had Brian Windhorse on this week, and he seemed like he, he was almost glass half full about it, thinking that yeah. there's enough games left. In terms of what y'all have finished, what about 61, 62? I don't have it in front yeah. of me, but he'll be over 60 to your point. And he made the point that when Carmelo Anthony got suspended for 15 games that season, he was still all NBA. It got into yeah. a fight, you know, the same yeah. something similar yeah. where voters could have held that against him mm -hmm. and he still got it. So let, maybe you're right. 
Did you hear Stephen Smith talk about how he sold Jay Williams? He was wrong. Yeah, he hadn't. I, what I like is he said, "Well, I hadn't heard your take." Yeah, you it know, was that, so that funny. That tape had been in circulation for about yeah. twenty four hours by the yeah. time Stephen A. got to. It was just he, here Stephen A. talking about he wasn't on the court. He was out in, in the in the shake joint, uh, making them holler for a dollar. <laughs> like he didn't say that. I'm yeah, yeah. But but to Stephen A.'s point, like, and I really agree because yeah. he did the whole jo- uh, Memphis is Elvis and it needs to be Jot thing again. To his point, this was not team facility. So yeah. when you boil it down to go back to the CBA's rules yeah. and everything. Like no, and then, no and, reason to and then for, why, why you got to take away the pay? Like so, this you that you came out with hate. I ain't gonna lie, Jay Williams. That sound like you were hating, bro. For real, man. For real, it did. For real, real. he yeah. had Doc in there today. You could hear his little shaky mouth ass. It's like he was nervous as hell. Talking I, I, about I mean, all credit to Doc. I think Doc backed him off of that. All I heard was Jay playing makeup and yeah. trying to say I love John Morant, uh, <laughs> and and more so. I'm just anti-guns. I'm anti-guns. Video was like, oh shit, this man able to cover the bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Doc because he went on there and he yeah, repped. He said he told Keyshawn, "How about you watch my show? How about yeah, you exactly. watch my show?" Yeah, exactly. It was shout out to the great Doc Holiday, oh, yeah. uh, sports director over at the great WMC TV yes, channel sir. five for repping Memphis, repping John Morant uh, in such a fantastic light.